Show the screen. Show what? Show what you put up. I didn't put up anything. Oh gosh, camera <laughs> shy, of course. Welcome back, everyone, to the to y'all's weekly NFL talk with the boys. I mean NSP. Oh my gosh. So easy to talk about the boys, huh? Even though everyone uses that nowadays. But yeah, we got a we got a crazy week so far, and we're only halfway done with it. Right now, the Browns are playing. Nick Mullins is he's actually playing pretty well. He's not doing horrible. They're in the red zone right now, and they're giving them a chance, honestly. They're not too far behind. They could easily come back and take this, which this is a must-win for the Cleveland Browns to keep themselves in the playoff picture. And that is a touchdown right there to Njoku, Nick Mullins. Congratulations, Nick Mullins. You know, as a former Niners fan, I'm like, hey, dude. I'm rooting for the, the Browns today, not because of the Browns, right? Not because one of my friends is a Browns. I'm rooting for them because of Nick Mullins. He is a former Niner. He's a great human being, great guy. And, uh, I mean, you want people to succeed in life, especially good people. And he is a good person on and off the field. So, uh, hopefully that touchdown stands. I know they're reviewing it right now. It, look, it looks a little close. Um, but, yeah, even uh, the future Hall of Fame, that, that tackle – uh, from the from the Browns, uh, uh, Thomas Joe, Joe Thomas, Thomas. Uh, he even tweeted out. He said, "Nick Mullins is magic." Dot dot dot. All Browns fans, retweet this. Let's make it happen. So he's on board as well because it's hard to root against this guy. Even Brett Favre gave him a call after a game one time to say, "Hey man, congratulations, you tore it up." And I mean, because they came from the same college, but that that's. A different story for another day. That game's still going on. Let's talk about stuff that happened this past week. Yeah, how about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know everyone wants to talk about this one thing. Okay. We talked about it a lot, and I do mean a lot last week. And I feel like we're going to continue to talk about this for the next two to three weeks, maybe. Hopefully not. But, yes, we called it like we always do. Uh, this was an easy call. Urban Meyer gets fired midseason, and now it's a touchdown from the Cleveland Browns for Nick Chubb. I know I just switched off. <laughs> uh, the other touchdown got rolled back. Um, but, yeah, uh, Urban Meyer gets fired after another – what was it? Uh, kick the kicker day, right? Is that is that what yeah. you're calling it? Kick the kicker day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I forgot his last name. Lambo. Lambo, yeah. Lambo, yeah. Oh, man, poor dude. He comes out, right? He's a real humble guy. He's not one to come out and be like, uh, look at me or this happened, drama this, drama that. But he's like, yo, my head coach, <laughs> yeah, he kicked me during practice and <laughs> called me a name and said, make my, my dang field goals. <clears throat> How messed up of a person can you be? I mean, just like Vince said earlier in the week, I mean, this man has to feel like he is untouchable. That's not the case. And I really <clears throat> hope that he does not – I know we just talked about success with others, but 
I don't believe he's a great person. I don't think he's a good person from what I've heard. He's been paid handsomely already for the past decade. I don't think he deserves to be on another team coaching unless that team or organization does not care about their players. I'm talking about high school, college, peewee, NFL. I definitely don't see him in the NFL, but I definitely see a lot of college teams jumping on the chance for Urban Meyer to coach on their team. Um, especially, I bet his price would be a lot lower just because he's going to be a little bit more desperate. So I definitely see some like smaller schools potentially jumping on that chance. From what we read, I really don't see that Urban Meyer is going to be desperate uh, for because the type of person that he is, you know, he is the, the bomb diggity. I want to say something else, but he's the bomb diggity, and that's that, and that's what he's going to believe, and he wants to be brought up uh, as that to any team. And I know earlier in the year there was talks like Urban Meyer was going to leave the Jacksonville Jaguars for a USC head coach position. I think that offer is out the window already. Uh, well, actually, they found a coach. But, um, but yeah, I, I find it hard to believe a school – uh, we'll pick him up. I feel like it will probably be a small school, if anything, just for just for publicity, you know, just to get themselves recognized. So, uh, yeah, bro. I mean, he's he's already basically retired twice. Uh, I think he should uh, ring up the the whistle because after that stunt, I, I don't think you can come back from that and be successful anywhere. And before we leave the topic of Urban Meyer and college football, did y'all see that video of Nick Saban poking his nose and eating his booger? What? Y'all did? I sent it to y'all. You did? Said, yes. Uh, did you see it, Vince? I didn't, but. Oh, you guys just ignored you, me now then. Did you send it to oh, us? Yes, I sent it to y'all. Was, was it like, like a TikTok or something? This, this, yes, it was on a TikTok. Uh, I, I, I usually don't open TikToks. Oh, my gosh. Uh, sorry. I mean, I can't blame you. Every time I look at TikTok and I start sending some, I'm, I go like, I keep going because yeah. I don't know. I'm just in the zone. Um, but yeah, they found a TikTok where Nick Saban was coming out of the tunnel and he, t- he lowers down his mask and he picks his nose. Right. And he's just there. And you just see him put his finger in his mouth and just put his mask back up. <laughs> it was gross. Uh, that's wild, but he's still a great head coach. That does not define him as a person. Maybe it's a pregame ritual. That's how he wins. Maybe I didn't know someone in high school. Uh, I think he played uh, uh, our freshman year. I'm not going to name who it was because obviously you can't do that. Um, but <laughs> he did that very often, and he was not, uh, you know, afraid to do it. I mean, it was normal to him. So I mean, I didn't judge him any certain way about it because I knew who he was as a person. But I bet his secret is it, whatever type of boogie he pulls out is how the game's going to go. And that's how he calls it. And how, how it looks or how it tastes. Mm, Maybe both. Maybe, maybe how it looks is for offense. How it, (laughs) how it tastes is for defense. (laughs) I like what you said. If it's like the hard rough foot, it's a ground and pound game. that day. (laughs) Let's stop talking about that. Okay. We got way off topic here. This was your fault. Hey, I just wanted to bring it up because it's in the sports world. Okay. We got way off topic here talking about Nick Saban eating his boogers, but (laughs) let's get back to the NFL for one bully in the NFL to make what we thought a star eat his own boogers. I'm talking about Jared Goff just embarrassing the Cardinals. 
That's insane. We talk about Jared Goff all the time in this show and how we don't like him, how he's not a great quarterback, how he shouldn't be a starter quarterback. Go ahead, Reed. No, that's you two. I'm pointing at you two. Yeah, it's totally Vince and I. But you know what? I'm still going to go buy that because it's just one game. It's just one game. And you have Jared Goff coming over here feeling comfortable. He's 3-0 against the Arizona Cardinals. He's 3-0 against them. So yeah, he's going to go to that game comfortable. He knows their gameplay. He knows how they play. Uh, there's no difference to him. So, yeah, he looked natural out there. But, man, that is just insane. The Detroit Lions going out there and just putting the smack down on, on the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, bro. It's, it's pretty embarrassing, to be honest. <laughs> I think the biggest process to get, be given to MCDC how hard these players are, are fighting every single game, game in, game, in, game out. Um, I think it's only a testament to what he's – the type of energy he brings to his team. I mean, most, most teams at this point in the stage, winning, losing 10 games or however many they've lost, I mean, at this point you're just demoralized. You don't have a lot of care or, or push or fighting spirit, and he has kept that alive for that team. So it just shows how much his players love him. Right. No, I totally agree. And I know in the beginning of the season, I was very skeptical about MCDC, you know, wearing a, the biker helmet to a press conference preseason and all that. Um, but I really like the heart and fight that he has, not just as a head coach, but towards his players as well, especially looking at different head coaches out here in the season. Uh, like just what we talked about, Urban Meyer, you got to have a great respect for that type of coach who who has that much care and love for his players and the game. Yeah, man, it's just his coaching style is different. So I think that's why we keep rooting for the Lions to get some W's just because of him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, now, the Lions will not have Jared Goff next week. Can that – I can't even finish that sentence. It's not going to hurt them one, one bit. Uh, <laughs> I haven't even, che- <laughs> I haven't even checked their, their roster, but uh, I, I know it's not going to be t- uh, too much of a downfall for them. Has he already um, been ruled out with the new COVID rules? Um, I know uh, he's been ruled out. Uh, there is a possibility that Jared Goff is able to play, but as of right now, it is not looking so hot for them. Um, so we could possibly see out there for the Detroit Lions backup quarterback Tim Boyle. And, yes, Ooh. I typed that out real quick. <laughs> I'm, I'm – quick with it so tim boyle we have not seen him in quite a while he's more yeah. of a pocket passer you know real short dump pass i feel like that could work with uh with detroit with their offense. yeah i'll say detroit tigers oh my gosh i am all over the place today but going back to arizona they lost two in a row they lost to the la rams last week and they lost to the to the detroit lions of all teams this past week i'm definitely looking forward to seeing those memes on tiktok but is does a team hurt that much without DeAndre Hopkins? I know he was just out this one game, but I felt like they couldn't get anything going for them. I mean, the first quarter, fantasy-wise, Zach Ertz and A.J. Green had zero points. Like, you would expect for them to get some more of the workload, and that did not happen. Um, not until the, towards the end. But he doesn't have that safety blanket, that guy that you could just toss the ball up in the air and it's going to get caught no matter what. He doesn't have D-Hop. Is that a huge problem for the Cardinals? Um, I mean, not having D-Hop out there, that's a problem for any team. 
uh, not having your number one guy. Um, but I think I think the biggest thing, the biggest stat I've seen from the Cardinals over these past four games, they're one in three uh, in, in Kyler Murray's last four games. Um, he has not played well. I think he's, he's like throwing three touchdowns to five interceptions or something like that. I might be wrong on that. Um, but I think the biggest are, are – uh, their their biggest woes right now is Kyler Murray and his gameplay right now. Well, yeah, uh, touching up on AJ's thing about fantasy in the first quarter for them, uh, I know in the first quarter, I think there was like two minutes left when the Detroit Lions were driving, and they pulled up a stat that said the Cardinals had only had six offensive plays against 22 offensive plays of the Lions. So definitely in the first quarter, they came out the gate defensively and offensively. Uh, so I think that really hurt the Cardinals, a slow start. And they just couldn't get anything going uh, even up to halftime. But uh, I think it was just an off day. But definitely the Cardinals aren't looking as strong as they did when they went, uh, I think it was like 8-0, right? I think it was uh, went 9-0. 9-0. Yeah, it was they went undefeated for quite a bit of time. Didn't really pay attention to them because it's the Cardinals. But, yeah, I just think they started slow, and I think they need to change that up in the upcoming weeks, especially with the division games coming. Yes, uh, they got some division games coming. If they can't find their way, then their spot can quickly be replaced by the L.A. Rams, uh, which I hope the Rams lose this week. And let's go – your team. You can say it. Um, <laughs> let's go, Nick Mullins. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's going to be out until playoffs. DeAndre Hopkins. They haven't looked good the past two weeks. No. Um, don't know what's going to happen next. Um, another big upset. Obviously, last night you had people throwing and breaking iPads. Or, or Surface Pros, where it's Christmas time, man. It's the time of giving, not being no. spoiled and destroying your items because you're losing the game, Tom Brady. Gosh, you got the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting dismantled by that New Orleans Saints defense. Um, I'm not even going to say New Orleans Saints because their offense was very sketchy as well, but their defense played phenomenal. It was just great. They did not give Brady any chance. You know, there was no chance uh, out there. Um, so congrats to New Orleans, man. They defensively they look great. Offensively, ah, they could have cleared a few things up, but they got the job done. It was a it was a kicking game. Good for them. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, I got I got something. I'm looking something up right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, Tom Brady just threw an absolute tantrum during that game, especially in the fourth quarter. He went up to. Uh, wasn't it uh, – what's the head coach of Saints? I forget his name. Oh, um, he wasn't there. He he was okay. out for COVID. Oh, he went up to some coach, and he went, if you guys – I don't know oh, how yeah. that you're going to get taunting <laughs> or any unsportsmanlike. He's Tom Brady, dude. That's why he's Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. I forget he daps up the refs every every single day. Oh, I mean, don't, uh, don't give me that. Aaron Rodgers does the same thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's it a true. lot of faults on Aaron Rodgers this year. It, Oh, because they don't like him this year. That's why. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do the same thing with him. But uh, just because they have a lot of great respect for him. It's like what you see in the NBA with LeBron James. They're going to get those calls. 
no matter what. Um, what you got to say? Yeah. Uh, so I, I was trying to look up uh, the Saints' record against division leaders. I couldn't find it, but last time I remember they pulled up a stat on Jameis Winston saying he was like 3-0 and against uh, the best quarterbacks in the league, uh, one being uh, Aaron Rodgers and then another being Russell Wilson. And then I forgot the other person they played. But I think right now uh, for people that all made the playoffs last year, the Saints are 4-0 and against all those teams. Uh, including Green Bay, uh, the Bucks, the Seahawks, who are not doing too well right now. And I forgot that last team. I can't remember who they beat. But uh, the Saints are definitely scary on defense against uh, successful teams, especially high-powered offensive teams. Uh, so that that's a pretty good stat to look at, especially now that they're 7-7 seven and seven and they're making a playoff push. So. The biggest question mark for that, I would say, is can they beat – uh, uh, one of these big teams twice in one year. Well, they they beat them pretty pretty handsomely uh, in each game, so it it's going to be something to see if they can do it again. Definitely going to be harder. Not going to lie. Hold, hold up, Rido. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just calm down there, buddy. Okay, no. you didn't mean it like that. No, 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 no. I mean it for any of these teams, not just the Packers. Okay, I know, but I, I, I already saw your face, you know. I mean for any of these teams. I don't think if the Bucks and Saints played again tomorrow that they would that would be the same outcome. I honestly think it can be. I think the Saints would beat them even more than what they did uh-huh. last night. Uh, the Saints, I think we're underestimating them. I, I, I They are a good team. They're, they're like I said, they're good. They're not amazing, but we shouldn't be like, oh, they're the Saints because they don't have Drew Brees. That should not be the case whatsoever. That defense is playing lights out, and they deserve credit because they are balling out. Look what they did last night. I think they deserve it. Now, I get it what, what you're talking about with certain teams. Uh, I know he talked about the uh, Tom Brady, right? Packers, and uh, I can't remember the other team you talked about. Was another one. Uh... I, I just can't remember that fourth team that they beat uh, that was in one of those stats, but it was another another quarterback that was uh, very good. Okay, well, year. you look back in Seattle, right? Seattle was not very hot. They're starting to catch fire uh, now in the back half of the season, but they weren't very hot in the beginning, and uh, neither was the Green Bay Packers. Well, not in the beginning, just the first game, the first uh, game really. Was pretty cold, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you can't really do like that, but – it's not going to be a rollover game. They're, they're always going to be competing. And I think they have a good chance to winning any game. And I feel like they have a great chance of beating any team in the NFL. I'm not saying that they are, but I'm saying they have a good chance of doing so. Oh, yeah, definitely a tough game. I'm not saying that if they make the playoffs, it's like an automatic, like any good team, you're out. Uh, oh, yeah. But the, the defense for the Saints will definitely put up a fight. Uh, it's just going to see if their offense can step up. Uh, moving along with the season and going into playoffs. But that is tough talking about playoffs because besides last year or besides the past two years and really the past two years ever in my lifetime, you talk about playoffs, you talk about the NFC because one of those teams, the NFC is going to win it. Now this year, I feel like it's the same thing because the AFC is still up in the air. Like, who's going to get that position? You don't know what type of Chiefs team is going to be playing that week. As far as Bills, they have a great offense, but they don't know how to use it. They only rush the ball an average of 17 times a game. You cannot win games like that. 
the Cincinnati Bengals are up right now, but then again, they're just like the San Francisco 49ers. You don't know what team is going to show up that day. AFC is up in the air, while the NFC, they look strong. And I know the Cardinals lost the past two games, but they're still a strong team. LA is a strong team. Uh, Packers, very strong team. Tampa, strong team. Doesn't matter how they lost last night, still a strong team. That's just, I'm sorry going off a little rant here, but that's just what everyone's talking about. Everyone's talking about playoffs, but really, we need to emphasize we're talking about the NFC. And there's going to be a lot of history made this year, especially if three teams in the same division go. But there's a chance for four teams in one division, a whole division to go in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, NFC West, there's a great chance for doing that. And honestly, I'm excited to see that. Of course, I don't want them to see see them in the playoffs. I, I don't want that at all uh, because matchups <laughs> are not in our favor. But I want to make history. I want to prove a point that NFC is a stronger conference. Yeah, I, I think I think us speaking about it is like uh, kind of like a little bragging, but uh, I think it's cool. Like if it was any other division, like if it was Reed's division, even though it's not possible, but uh, uh, yeah, uh, but like if it were any other division that had the opportunity, the slight opportunity, I'll give you that because the Seahawks have a slight chance of making playoffs. They have to have a lot of teams lose uh, and then we have to win out basically, but uh, it still would be pretty cool to see at least three teams from the same division in the playoffs because it's never been done. Uh, but with the playoff changes and everything like that, I think the NFC is a very tough place to do it, and it would be pretty amazing to see three teams from the same division in the playoff uh, bracket. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. Playoffs is gonna be insane. Uh, whoever makes it. Uh, you got a lot of great teams. I just, I think I see one team in there that I don't feel like it, they belong there. I'm talking about the Washington football team. Uh, they kind of lost themselves after that Cowboys game. Uh, I felt like it was on and off in the right direction or not, but uh, uh, they need to find themselves again. What's up, Ness? How you What's been, up, dude? Here? Hey, thanks for ditching us last night, man. No, bro, you disappeared, man. You said, hey, man, I'll be right back. And you just took off. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man anyways well Nestor's here Nestor's here you know what that means Pittsburgh we gotta talk about the third upset of the week we're talking about Pittsburgh Steelers upsetting the Tennessee Titans Woo! and you know what uh, I was talking to a Tennessee Titans fan the day of the game actually when it was happening and uh, he was saying that they never match up well against uh, Pittsburgh I said, really? And you look back at the stats, I think they've only won once against Pittsburgh. And I was like, are you serious? I get, I get it, right? Pittsburgh has always been a great team. Uh, they're a team to remember. And Tennessee hasn't always been been like like how they are now. But I was like, oh, well, Tennessee should lock up this game easily. That wasn't the case. That wasn't the case. It, it was all over the news. I mean, it wasn't that crazy because in pregame, Tennessee Titans players, they were coming in. And they're spitting on the steel beam. Oh, yeah. And like yeah, the, the disrespect there. And when you look back at the history, it has been known for Tennessee players to do something like that. I know a couple of years back, they were dancing on terrible towels, like on the floor. They were just dancing on them. But <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. I thought they can't break it. And Vrabel, um, 
the head coach from Pittsburgh was like, hey, you know, getting mad at them, whatever. Bray was like, shut your mouth. <laughs> I know what my <laughs> players are doing, and I'm okay with it, okay? That's our culture. Suck it. That's that's exactly what he did. But they, they ended up losing. Uh, you had a lot of mad, mad Pittsburgh fans, mad Tennessee fans because of ball placement uh, to determine the game. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, the call was made right. Mm-hmm. They led you on, Tennessee. Sorry about that, but the call was made right. You would want it to be made right if it was the other way around. And one heck of a job for Pittsburgh. And I'm glad that Tennessee lost. Let's bring them down right before they face up against the San Francisco 49ers on Thursday night football. <laughs> it was cool. It was cool to see see that game, see that play out. But, yeah, any thoughts on that game, guys? Uh, I, I just think that Tennessee isn't looking as good as they used to. I think they lost uh, Foreman for a little while to an ankle injury, so that definitely hurt them in the in the late third quarter, early fourth quarter. But I think he came back. Uh, but still, they're they're just not looking like who they are, especially without AJ Brown, uh, without their star running back and Derrick Henry. Even though there's a possibility he might come back soon. Uh, but still, they, they just have no rhythm to them. And, of course, the Steelers aren't the, the best team, but they are a team that has uh, one of the best quarterbacks of all time, probably like top 10, and Ben Roethlisberger. Maybe not right now, but he used to be, so he's got that wisdom and stuff. But I don't know. I think it was a, it was a dirty win. Uh, it wasn't something spectacular uh, from both teams, but – uh, definitely both those teams are going to find something uh, leading into the playoff push, of course, is what everybody's talking about right now. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I heard this. That was the last time Ben Roethlisberger will play on Heinz Field on a Sunday. Oh, the wow. last time. Because he, for what players have said and rumors, he plans to retire after this year. And if he does, that was the last game he played there. And I'm glad he got the W. But that's kind of sad. Just on a Sunday? Just on a Sunday because I think they have a, a primetime game somewhere along the way uh, okay. there in Heinz Field. But, oh, man. I don't know. That, that should say something because growing up, that's all I've seen was Big Ben out there in Pittsburgh. Ben, yeah. You know. Yeah, man. It's crazy. It is crazy. It's the end. We saw a lot of people go. We saw Andrew Luck go, uh, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees. Uh, a lot of that era is leaving except for freaking Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Um, <laughs> but now it's Big Ben. It's his turn Tur- His turn to go. And honestly, I'm a little sad. Never been the biggest uh, uh, Steelers supporter. I know half my family is Steelers fans. But uh, I have a lot of people who are Steelers that I know are Steelers fans that talk a lot of crap. So <laughs> Yeah, uh, definitely going to be a change in dynamic there for that team. All right, sounds good, Ness. But remember, there's no excuse when it comes to me. All right, you hurt, you hurted my feelings. Ah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Anything else y'all want to talk about before we dive into some Monday night football? Uh, I guess one thing that we haven't really talked about uh, is COVID and how it's affecting the league. I think we talked about it maybe a little bit, but. Uh, I don't know if y'all want to touch up on that or if you want to get to what's happening right now and the, the Browns and Raiders and what's going to happen tonight. 
Up to y'all. I mean, we could do a little touch bases and how COVID is affecting a lot of teams uh, from making it or not making it to the playoffs. Honestly, don't know. Well, yeah, I I know uh, two of the teams that are big, like mostly affected by it, are the Browns and the Rams right now. Uh, They had like twenty plus players uh, test positive or go into protocol because of people testing positive. So I think that's a pretty big factor, and it doesn't look like it's stopping soon. I myself have COVID right now. Uh, these two guys know already, uh, but I told them about like five days ago. So I'm already getting over it. That's probably why I sound a little stuffy and stuff like that. But uh, I definitely think that the NFL is going to be changing uh, soon and very quickly. Nice. Uh, I know they came out with new protocols and stuff for the NFL to go by, and I I know that a lot of players are kind of mad about the controversy, uh, but uh, I think it's definitely going to impact uh, what has what has to come in playoffs and who's going to make it and who's not. Ooh. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. It, it will have a huge impact uh, for other teams. It might have a positive impact for them because they're going to be against crippled teams or not going to say crippled, but handicapped uh, teams that are out there. But, I mean, they are adjusting their COVID protocols and COVID procedures uh, so that players are uh, having a higher chance of coming back into the game. But, yeah. Yeah, man, we'll see. We'll see. But I just wanted to touch up on it a little bit. I think it's a big factor. We've been talking about, like, who's got talent and who's who's injured right now. But uh, COVID adds a lot to what's going to happen in the NFL within the next uh, couple months. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> oh, yeah, Reed. I like Good job, that. Reed. Appreciate yeah. you. You got a little Wingstop symbol on, you, on the side of it. Wait, what? It's Wingstop. It's a Wingstop mask. Oh, look at that. You didn't even I know. Oh, geez. All right, guys, we're coming up to the time. Let's talk about some games today. Uh, right now, the Browns are trying to make a comeback. It is... 13 to 7 Raiders ball. Nick Mullins, does he have enough in the tank to finish off the game? Beginning of the fourth quarter, we'll see. But tonight's game is a divisional game. We're talking about the Minnesota Vikings going up against the Chicago Bears, the Bears, uh, <laughs> and Justin Fields. Now, last time we saw Chicago, this was the last time, right? Where they had a huge lead um, in Green Bay. And Green Bay was like, oh, you thought, no, no, no. <laughs> we do this all the time. I know you're new to this, Justin, but we do this all the time. We're here. <laughs> um, he owns them, bro. He owns them. He owns them. And I know when it comes to divisional games, I know the Bears don't have the most luck when it comes to divisional games. Uh, so I, I do believe the Minnesota Vikings are favored. I do want them to lose – but since I'm going to go first today, you guys. You're going first? I'm going first because I kind of like ruined it. You know, I already said who I think is going to win. I got the Vikings winning uh, with his awesome helmet right there. 24-17. Uh, to 17. I think it's going to be a close game. I think Justin Fields is going to do Justin Fields things. He's going to roll out, you know, run the ball a little bit. But it's not going to be enough to win the game as usual. And then the Minnesota Vikings are unfortunately going to win the game. Yeah. Not bad, AJ. Not bad. Thank you. We'll read you 
No, you can go next. I can go next? Okay. Um, I hate Vikings with all my heart, so I will never pick them. I got the Bears, 21-17. That's not even the Bear C. Yeah, it is. What do you mean? It's a C. It looks like you're doing that with your hand. <laughs> Look at that. Pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Dang, that is accurate, Reed. Oh, wow. Did you trace uh, it? <laughs> yeah, he traced his hand going <laughs> on the board. Are you from a C? Oh, All right, guys. Well, <laughs> I, I know I had my head down in the beginning of the the podcast, but it's only because I was trying to work on this masterpiece as hard as I could. Uh, I got this logo off the internet. No, I did not trace it, but uh, I, I tried my best. I tried my best to freehand this and scribble in before uh, the 30 minutes was up and still be a part of the podcast. So here's what I got. I got You're such a tryhard, dude. The I Bears so much. I got the Bears winning twenty-eight to twenty-one. Uh, what's, that's my, what's wrong with his one eye? That's my bear. Uh, well, you can't see it pretty much that good, but I thought the like, Bears were orange. I don't have an orange, right? You don't have an orange. I don't have an orange. Uh, like have an orange. Is, is that the the Washington's new logo? <laughs> let, me, let me see your drawing, AJ. Wait, you guys hear what I said? No, what'd you say? I said they look a little embarrassed. Embarrassed? Oh, you're uh, hilarious, dude. Over here. I don't know, AJ. Uh, I think we need the fans to vote. Where's Matt? Where's Matt Garcia when we need him? Well, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't keep my head down at the beginning of the podcast because I'm opening up. Bro, we had 20 minutes to draw something before the podcast. I'm doing things on the side. I'm making sure we got a thumbnail on YouTube. We got a description. I make sure this is live on Facebook. I... <laughs> no Christmas bonuses for y'all. Taking it away. I'm pissed off now. <laughs> done. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. You guys anyway, are losers. I got, I got the Bears winning. You guys are losers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. So, of course, I'm the only one that has a certain team. I got the Vikings. These guys got the Bears. They want to get up on me like that, of course. But I don't know. I, I don't see the Bears winning tonight. I just I don't see it happening. Well, we'll see. Uh, right now, AJ, you're ahead in, with those records on Monday Night Football. So uh, we'll see what happens. I think I lost last week, right? You did. We all lost last week. We all lost except for Benny. Yeah, Benny was the only one that won. It was weird. Benny's That's why he's not on there right now. He is in the doghouse. See what I did there? Yeah. He's, he's watching the Browns. <laughs> Dog. All right, guys. Thank you all so much for being here. Catch us tomorrow live to talk about fantasy, especially if you all are in the fantasy playoffs. We are red hot right now. We're pretty Predicting some players, so make sure y'all tune in and get your fantasy fix tomorrow. And if you guys don't see us till then, because we're still going to be updating, happy holidays, y'all. Thank y'all so much for watching. Till next time, you guys, keep on grinding. I did a first read.